Hello and welcome to another fun episode of the Action Tune Bros. I'm your host, Ben Sturgeon. And I'm your host, Matthew Lewis. <laughs> and today, we are going to be talking about the next four episodes of Young Justice. Starting, of course, with episode five, Schooled. Yep. So, this one starts off in Metropolis, where, as Metropolis always happens, some, uh, some shenanigans go down where a bridge crossing a river decides to break down. Yeah, a bridge crossing a river. <laughs> or a, a lake bus. or something. Anyway. Yeah, a bus on a thing. Yeah, tra- uh, tri- typical Metropolis bus accident happens with a bunch of stuff going crazy. We see, first person we see is Bruce Wayne <laughs> inside of an office building overlooking the bridge. Yeah, and then he's like, he looks in in typical Bruce fashion, goes goes to his desk and yeah. decides to get his uniform out. Yeah, his Metropolis uh, Batman outfit that he keeps, I guess. <laughs> but... Before he even has a chance to put it on, he hears a sonic boom as Matt's favorite decides to show up, Mr. Superman himself. Yeah, Mr. Superman being (laughs) awesome just starts holding the bridge together, holding it down, being awesome. It was great. And then Superboy decides to jump in, literally. Yeah, yeah. tries to help, and of course just annoys Superman more. (laughs) With his mere presence, just to continue to annoy Superman, poor Superboy. And of course, in typical Bruce fashion, he decides to be a creeper and just watch the whole thing happen. What's he gonna do? He's not gonna catch a bus. (laughs) He's got got the tech for it. But yeah, you're right, but you're right. Um... But you know, after a bit of after a bit of Superboy lifting up cars and stuff, and uh, Superman helping him out with the school bus, Superman decides to scold Superboy because yeah. because you know deadbeat father. And I was gonna say he wasn't scolding him as much as being like, "You're still here." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> and Superboy being like, "Hey, you can teach me." And he's like, "I'm busy. I gotta go." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, we have Batman giving, uh, you want to just call him Clark whenever I talk about Superman, but yeah, it's just like, hey man, uh, we gotta talk about like, being a dad, you're really shitty at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but after that, but after all of that, uh, we start off, we start right back up with the great, the gang, yeah, and playing, playing hollow it's like air hockey. Yeah, air hockey, yeah. We, yeah. we had a table way back at our old, old house, and that game, it's so much fun. The okay. table? Yeah, oh, air, air, air hockey? Oh my oh, god, yeah, yeah, yeah that, so ga- that game is fun, but, yep. <laughs> um, and as there, as uh, Aqualad loses the kid Flash, how I don't know, um, all of a sudden Superboy comes in, as angsty and gruff as he can be, and just walks through the table. They're like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, he's just being a typical jerk to them. Uh, we meet Black Canary, who is going to give them fight training, which mm. is always great. Oh, yeah. And, of course, we get a little bit of a cameo from Martian Manhunter. Yeah, he stops by for a second and tells him, she's going to be your fight teacher, bye. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, yeah, Kid Flash, of course, keeps being a huge flirt jerk to Black Canary, and she just is, like, completely ignoring him, of course, as everyone should. <laughs> right. While, as she's training Kid Flash and trying to teach them actual things, Superboy's like, dude, I'm a living weapon. Why do I need this? This is bull. And Black Canary's like, show me then. Yep, and then, of course, she entirely whoops his butt, and he's really embarrassed and stomps off all upset. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, right right before anything else could unfold... Uh, we get a call from Batman saying, hey, I got another mission for y'all. Yep, and it is Amazo, built by Dr. Ivo. 
a design that is not nearly as cool as Amazo in Justice League Unlimited. Oh my goodness, that Amazo was, <laughs> well, for lack of better terms, amazing. Yeah, you <laughs> But yeah, he was really, a really, really cool design, just an entirely sleek black, or sleek uh, silver robot, and then he goes Super Saiyan at the end of that. Yeah, he, he, like literally, <laughs> he turns gold, and then flies the universe because he's a god. Yeah, but like, um, yeah, in this episode, this is like the typical design for him, this weird, like, green pants... Uh, elf ears, man. Yeah, it just <laughs> literally looks like the Green Goblin, like Willem Dafoe Green Goblin, only buffer. Yeah, of course. Need, yeah. Um, but it is important to know when they're talking about this mission, Aqualad decides to bring up, wait a minute, Ivo's dead, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't weird, know if that ever plays out. A specific note that's like, <laughs> yeah, that's very Don't know if it's ever played, but apparently they wanted to make it important. Yeah, so. it was a very weird choice. So I was like, oh, that's odd. But then, yeah, well, that'll be important later. Yeah, maybe. And we uh, get the mission, which is they're going to do a pull, a pull a three-card Monty with four trucks and all the different parts of Amazo split up. Mm-hmm, yep. And they're uh, guarding them on motorbikes, following them, and splitting up into teams with only one being the real Amazo of a truck. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, these never get effed up in the end. Uh, oh, we get the Robin word. Did you get uh, oh <laughs> trust oh trust me I have the Robin Word as they're all as they're all driving their Robin Word of the day is Aster which is the opposite of disaster which by the way I looked up what Aster is it's nothing like that yeah, it's course. it's literally a kind of flower of the Daisy family <laughs> or it's a biological term about a radiating array of microtubules associated with the central <laughs> <laughs> oh hey I looked this up okay. long story long story short. Robin needs to stop, but <laughs> he won't. So get, but yes. but he won't. So get used to it. Confusing the whole series. Uh, Superboy mm-hmm. still continues to be very butthurt about Canary whooping him, and I guess about his whole horrible dad issues with Superman being a huge jerk. <laughs> right. And while and while uh, Aqualad, because Megan's like, hey, what are we like? Wh- why is he so upset and stuff like that? Aqualad's like, dude, he just really. Hey, I'm using my phone for some reason. But um, Aqualad's like, hey, he just needs to chill. Just give him some space. He'll be fine. But as that happens, you get the rejected heroes of... You get the rejected heroes of... Super Robot Monkey Team Hyper Force Go. I was going to say, they go. exactly like those. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, they do. Esoteric, and, yeah, it's such a weird choice. Those monkeys, those cyber monkeys were very, very lame. And, of course, we get the first time Superboy's like, I hate monkeys, which is going to be a running because thing. Because that's important. <laughs> it's it's going to be a running thing for some reason. <laughs> uh, but um, like, as, as the uh, strange robot monkeys decide to go straight for the uh, straight for the two trucks that have Amazo in it, mm-hmm. and and succeed in taking them Superboy starts to leap in pursuit but they're like hey we can help the team's like hey we can help you and Superboy's like no takes off his comm and just keeps following yep. like the big baby he is yeah following the weird monkeys with a weird laugh cackle monkey noise that's not nearly as frequent as Robin's but still nearly as bad oh my goodness yeah well, again, starts beating the monkeys up with multiple arms. <laughs> yeah, it freaks everyone out. Yeah, it freaks out the driver of the car even more than the monkeys did, and then freaks out super. Uh, freaks freaks out a uh, kid Flash too. That was oh, a funny yeah. gag. Actually, even freaks herself out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yep, all of the um, the two co- the two Amazo parts are flying away, and all of a sudden they're like, "What are we gonna do? We can't find Superboy." And Robin, in his usual fashion, hacks one of the monkeys and says, "Hey." found them because apparently they have GPS on them. Of course they do. Uh, that's when we get a cutaway to Bibbo's Cafe with 
Batman trying to give Superman some advice on how to be a nut shitty father. Bibbo is a reference to a comic character as a weird like sailor guy who like it's like the waiter look like that kind of but it was a esoteric and very, very minor Superman character named Bibbo. <laughs> and it's weird weird cafe is a reference to him. But yeah, he gives him advice about like, hey man, take care of Superboy. You like, don't be a jerk to him. And he's just like, I didn't choose this. And he puts on his hat and walks away. <laughs> yep. You know, typical Superman abomination. I do not want. <laughs> then we cut back to the mission where the monkeys are flying into a train. Mm-hmm. And Superboy pursuits. And we finally get to see Ivo for the first time. Yep. Dr. Ivo, and we find out that monkey is an acronym, a very long acronym that Ivo made up. Did you actually, did you actually, I didn't write it down. Good, neither did I. Uh, but yeah, but after Super, after Superboy fights all those monkeys, he he reveals that Amazo is complete again. Mm -hmm. And unlike the good Amazo, every single time this Amazo has to use someone's abilities, he has to be like, Using Black Canary, yeah, using Superman, yeah, like some computer. Batman. I never use Access Batman. Yeah, access yeah. the Flash. Access. Yeah, nobody Batman. accesses Batman. Yeah, why we, we wouldn't just stick with Superman? I have no idea. But sure, I guess he needs to scream at people occasionally as Black Canary. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but then, of course, shenanigans ensue. Superboy gets his butt handed to him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. oh which we find out in this episode, the trigger word for Superboy is Superman. Yeah, of course. He's just, <laughs> just starts getting pissed off. And, oh yeah, uh, Ivo assumes that he's Superman's kid. Right. <laughs> he's just like, okay, you're really bad, that's why he doesn't talk about you, and that just pisses him off more, of course. Of course, yeah. Oh, and we uh, see that Robin attends some sort of private Gotham school that they crash into. Is that actually uh, Gotham Academy, or is that Never it's Said? Gotham Academy, I believe. It yes. is? Okay. Yeah, yeah well... Come up later in another episode, I think, yeah. Right. Well, anyway... The fight escalates there, and Robin and Kid Flash make it there, while Superboy is still, you know, the pissed off, I'm just gonna crush everything kind yeah. of thing. Well, in that, in the brief moment as they're fighting, um, Ivo, Amazo decides to go, oh, I'm gonna use Martian Manhunter and turn invisible, because an arrow goes straight to him. Yep. And who could this mysterious Arrow person be? Well, obviously it's Arrow. Whoa, just spoil Arrow? Just Arrow? Green, oh. As in not Green Arrow. Green Arrow. Arrow, Arrow from the CW show Arrow. I, look, <laughs> don't give me a lip. Um, but yeah, obviously it's Green Arrow, but... Or Red Arrow, but that, that's the obvious choice. It has to be Red Arrow. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but after that little side thing that happens because it literally happens briefly mm-hmm. they find uh, Superboy finally gets smart for a change and starts attacking Ivo instead of Amazo yeah the weak human man who's just sitting there as opposed to the superman sized android <laughs> right. fighting them and of course more fighting ensues Amazo tries to defend Ivo and through fa- through phasing and then coming right back gets a fist to the face and his head blows up Yep, and then after Ivo escapes, of course, they first mention, I don't know if it's the first mention or not, of Star Labs. The, uh, uh, yeah, this episode was the first, first time they... First mention of them? Yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to come up a couple times, and they're like a major staple in uh, all DC Universe. Just That's who Superman goes to for attack and all kinds of stuff like that. And uh, then the we find out the souvenir for Kid Flash of this episode is the arrow. The arrow, yep, souvenir. Mm-hmm. And of course, um, at the end... Yeah, Martian Manhunter's like, yeah, I heard you had some complications, and Batman's like, you know, complications come up, uh, come in a mission, but don't be afraid to call for help. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how the episode, first episode ends. Yep. I was gonna say, speaking of Amazo, do you remember a lot of the episodes of JLU? Of Justice oh, Limited? I I remember some. Yeah. I was gonna say, you do have a favorite one in particular, or? Oh man, 
Um, with that one, it's actually very difficult because a lot of them are really good. But one of the ones that kind of hit me hard had to do with um, Solomon Grundy and his pretty much last episode. Oh yeah, man, yeah. that was that was a pretty heavy yeah, one. Tie with uh, Hawkgirl and stuff. That was a really good episode. Mine, oh my goodness, I have to be the one with the question teaming up with Huntress. Ooh, that one's that a good one too. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> that was really, really good. Uh, it really was, And then yeah. just, like, going up against um, uh, what was it? Arrow, Green Arrow and Canary also mm-hmm. fought them a couple times. That's right, that's right. Yeah, that, that was fantastic. That episode's great. Uh, speaking of episodes, okay. this would be a good segue to go into episode six, Infiltrator. Infiltrator. We open on Infinity Island, which I was like, I don't know what the hell this is. I, I read a lot of DC stuff, but like, I don't know where this is supposed to be. Yeah, one of the many locations. Yeah, first time I heard of it. We see Roy doing a solo mission, trying to uh, rescue some mean, sassy scientist who's researching... <sighs> I, what I thought was Blue Beetle. I was like, oh, she, like, some kind of tiny Yeah, it did kind of look like a scarab. Yeah, I was like, but... oh, that's, but yeah, this uh, mean, sassy scientist voiced by Tara Strong, of course. Mm-hmm. She's going to voice a lot of extra characters in everything we watch, because she's great. Uh, they, let's see, also, they're, um, she, it's like, he rescues her, he gets her out the window, and we see some weirdos attacking some old man with huge mutton chops. Um, some, you uh, forgot to mention that the weird man with mutton chops uh, is evil Uncle Iroh. Yeah, I'm about to say he looks like I, I, Iroh from Avatar yeah. as well. Yeah, this weird old mutton chop man and this guy with a weird like Cyclops head laser thing, but not like the X-Men Cyclops, like a weird Yeah, giant, like literally just one giant <laughs> eye with a helmet on. Yeah, weird giant singular eye man. Uh, they escape on a, bu- on a speedboat and then we cut to the intro and we meet the gang. And the very first line spoken to them, hello, hello Megan. Megan, of course. Um, and they're all going out to enjoy the beach on Mount Justice, except for Wally, because Wally has to be at school. Yeah, was it summer school? No, it was, was, it, was his fir- it was his first day of was sophomore yeah, year. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because, yeah, like, why wasn't half the other ones at uh, school either? I guess Aqualad's, Aqualad left school, uh, Superboy doesn't have school, uh, Mr. Martin, Mega, Megan doesn't have school. And Robin is Robin. In a private, yeah, but he's also in a private academy. This is Oh, yeah, yeah, that is so true. I guess they probably didn't start yet, I guess is the point of that. Right, it, c- it could have been later, but anyway... Wally returns and he's like, "Let's go party!" As everyone's yeah. cuddled around, meeting Artemis, Artemis, the newest and hope is this the last recruit uh, for the Young Justice? They the group changes up a lot later. This is true. Remember. This is true. Yes, but, but yeah, a, a character I hadn't heard of when the show first aired, and I had to look it up, and it immediately spoiled who she is for me. Oh, no. <laughs> I like before the show had any idea who she was. I looked up. I was like, "Who is this character?" And it was just like. Artemis is this very esoteric minor character, uh, daughter of blank. I was like, oh, <laughs> that was a bad, that like spoiled it for me. But I, that was before the show even announced who she was, and I was just like, oh, mm-hmm, no, no. right, yeah. She this was the first time I've ever heard of Artemis. Then again, I really didn't keep up with well, yeah, Arrow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a funny gag about Arrow uh, Speedy coming up to them and saying, "Hey guys, you know, I, I did all this mission already. You guys suck, but uh, she'll need protection." <laughs> um, his name's not Speedy. Yeah, he cha- he changes it to. Red Arrow, because that's original. Yeah, and this is not going to be the last time he changes his name, because he will get another one later down mm-hmm. the line. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also found out that the villains are the League of Shadows. Now, I was like, is this old mutton chop man supposed to be Ra's al Ghul? That's what or... I thought as well. And But then when I when I looked more, I'm like, nah, that's not him, because he's he's young because of the Lazarus pit. Yeah, and then also I, I thought I... a little bit more plump than Ra's al Ghul does. So right. Like, and he's so, out of shape. So I thought it was, I thought for some reason in this, it was... Um, uh, Vandal Savage. 
Oh God, no. no. But yeah, yeah, but but clearly, definitely not him as yeah. well. Vandal Savage is one of my top villains, also. Even though like Legends of Tomorrow absolutely ruined the character with idiot, oh. idiot writing on this show, but oh, still, yeah. Uh, it's great, but yeah, the League of Shadows, and that was not Blue Beetle that she was researching, but nanobots that look like a weird fog cloud that hack computers. <laughs> Literally called the fog. Yeah, that's so weird. Uh, Flash is the other one who's like, who is this Artemis person? Who, who is she from? What is just going on? Just constantly, just, who are you? I, I guess that's the gag for the beginning of this episode, is who are you? But it re- it's revealed that she's Green Arrow's niece. Mm-hmm. Oh, supposedly. Dum, dum, dum. I'm spoiling the show. Uh, they immediately cut to them guarding the scientist lady in a facility, and like all their silly team drama keeps distracting her, and she keeps getting pissed oh off at them. It's hilarious. <laughs> of all the time, she like she is literally the essence of constantly whining, no matter even if things are for her. Yeah, she's just oh, like, "Wow, well, you guys can't do your job. Oh, you guys are screwing up." She's just constantly berating them, and and of course, Aqualad continues to be the chillest bro of the group, right? Being like, "Hey, be- you best know, boy. he's fine. Don't." worry about that man it's all cool and he's like god damn you're so cool Aqualad you're so chill that was me at the time yeah. Yeah. Um, turn your phone off or your computer <laughs> like, uh, anyway so you know she, Aqualad's like look we need to find out where this is and uh, the doctor is like but if I do that they'll be able to track me Aqualad's like we're gonna protect you come on now so she actually <laughs> tracks down where the fog is which makes the league of course yeah. obviously cut to, able to. <laughs> cut to cheshire in the bushes looking at them <laughs> yep good old cheshire and of course more team drama team drama ensues yeah. as well as artemis openly flirting uh, flirting with superboy yeah, of course, she's just like, oh, she's like, yeah, making yum yum noises at him. <laughs> everyone's just like, we can all hear you. And she's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, like, yeah I know. Oh, but. <laughs> but, but as all that happens, Cheshire does infiltrate and starts attacking. Yeah, she immediately defeats Kid Flash with some marbles, dumps him in a pool, and almost kills him. <laughs> <laughs> right? I didn't, I didn't realize that. A fall, a fall like that would have, you know, knocked him out because it yeah. was just mar- yeah, it was literally thought, the cartoon yeah, marbles on they the floor. Weren't, they weren't explosive. They weren't real, remote controlled. Yeah, they just, were just metal marbles. He just slipped, banged his head on a pool floor, and then she dumped him in the pool. <laughs> to yep, that's drop it. Him. And uh, then while they're distracted, getting their butts confused, uh, the Philadelphia Star Labs is destroyed. <laughs> in the meantime, and they're like, "Oh, but we have to move her. We have to, we can't stay here anymore." And so they do. Yep. And. Che- Cheshire, who was over, who was overrun the first time, decides to bring two friends with her. Yep, one of them is an evil Spider-Man who I believe is Black Spider. Is Black Spider, Black Spider, and the yeah. other guy is a big buff man with a hook for his yeah, hand. Yeah, a very, a very lame guy with a very lame hook. Who, who I actually looked up. You yeah. know what his name is? A hook, right? Hook. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's his hook. Hey, I've heard that character in other stuff. He sucks. <laughs> yeah, right. Just two more obligatory side villains that are just like, here, you can just make cameos. Yeah, and after the Philadelphia Star Lab, they find out that the next target is going to be Wayne Tech, which yeah. is Ooh. very bad. Oh, yeah. Robin immediately almost drops about the, is it the space tower that he's worried about? Um, Either the tower or the Batcave. Yeah, that, yeah, that well, makes well, sense. Then yeah. again, it could be literally anything because, as we learned in the first episode, Batman uses the same yeah, kind same of thing. Yeah, same computer and the yeah, same computer justice. and all that. Yeah, I, I, I assumed it was, but yeah, you're right. It probably more likely is to be the actual uh, Batcave, which is much worse. I right. Think. Uh, let's see. Then Cheshire beats Aqualad and Artemis in a fight again because she's just that good, I guess. And and go, proceeds to go and kill the Doctor, which uh, which turns out to be. Miss Martian, who's yep. like, ha ha, fool you. 
Yeah, of course. And we also get the Robin word of the day. You get it yet? <laughs> it Hold is... on a second. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what was it? It is outfiltrated. <laughs> yep, there it is. Yep. The yeah. word of the day is outfiltrated. It's very ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. Just. But they managed to stop the fog eventually with Robin's hacking and the scientists' hacking. And once Cheshire is on her way out, Artemis knocks her down, knocks off her mask, revealing that she who she is. It's no, nobody to us because we don't know who she is, but Artemis freezes up. Mm-hmm. And lets her go. <laughs> Just straight up lets her go. And they're Absolutely like, crazy. wait, what happened? She got away. Wait, her mask is here. Did you see her? It was dark. Yeah, it was and of course, Kid, Kid Flash being a jerk to yeah, her, like, obviously. Yeah, good, nice going, even though he just got knocked out seconds ago. <laughs> right. Um, and, which, by the way, we have the Kid Flash souvenir of the day, which is Cheshire's, Cheshire's mask. mask. Yep. And final scene is Artemis leaving the uh, cave and immediately Red Arrow, a.k.a. Speedy, a.k.a. another name later, is like, I know you're not her, his niece, who are you? And then she's just like, leave me alone. And he's like, I have my eye on you. And then he just ditches. Because Yusel tells her that he's worried about his friends, which means he still cares about them. Right, in a, in a sense. But <laughs> don't forget, evil Uncle Iroh decides to talk to the mysterious light group. Yeah, and we find out that they have a plant inside the Young Justice team. Dun, 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 dun. Who could it be? Ah, uh, that was pretty crazy episode, but pretty typical for them and their weird misadventures. Meet a lot of characters. Meet Artemis. Meet Cheshire, who's mm-hmm. going to be very recurring. I don't think Black Spider or that idiot. No, <laughs> I was going to say those, those two. I think are just side characters. <laughs> uh, let's see. Speaking of all those characters and all those connections, you've seen you've seen all the DC movies at this point, right? Um. I guess why. I was gonna say which one was your favorite out of the <laughs> out of those you, re- <laughs> you really want to know what my favorite sure. one is? The most recent one, Shazam. Yep. That oh was my goodness, very, that one was good. amazing. It seems like starting with Wonder Woman, they actually started getting better. Yeah, Aquaman was a fun, uh, fun, ridiculous adventure. Oh, uh, yep, it mm-hmm. was. But honestly, Shazam is probably my favorite one. Oh yeah, it's great. Uh, I'm looking forward to that Joker movie, and I'm, they know they just like oh the one with a walking phoenix in it. Yeah, they just recently announced that there's not going to be like anything from any comics. And I was like, oh, what, what does oh that so mean? it's going to be like original? Well, I guess conceptually, but we don't know what that means. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's true. But moving along, we're yep. on episode seven, denial, denial, which so far is my favorite, and we'll, I'll tell you why later. Okay, it starts off with. A weird... A mysterious golden helmet. <laughs> a 3D rendering of what anybody who's a DC fan would know as Dr. Fate's helmet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a weird 3D rendering for some reason, the first time in the show, I think. Yeah, and then we see the old man known as Nielsen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nielsen walking walking into a medium shop. Which... Voiced by Ed Asner, who is Granny Goodness in Superman, which I just love, and also... The security guard from Freakazoid. <laughs> he's, he's been a ton of he stuff. Is. He's a huge actor. See, but. I knew uh, Granny Goodness, but yeah. the but the security guard. <laughs> hey, knock it off! Freakazoid. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Ed Asner's oh. a huge actor though, but he was he's fantastic. Yeah. In that. But yeah, he's walking down the street and goes into a mysterious a, shop. a, mysteri- a mysterious like medium shop, mm-hmm. and she she does her whole. He's like, talk to my wife, and she's like, oh. I am your wife, and he just literally makes fun of her, pointing yep. out every flaw she has. Yeah, and how fake everything is, which is upsetting because Madame Xanadu is a real magic user in DC Comics and stuff. She that was Xanadu. That was Madame Xanadu. Oh so wow! Yeah, she yeah. Was, yeah, I must I must have missed that. Yeah, voiced by Cree Summer, huge voice actress who I absolutely love. But yeah, she's a fraud. But he also mentions he like name drops like slightly like oh too bad you do have a like a, 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 a potential for good magic and like oh well and then. 
Of course, immediately some sexy Spanish shirtless man. Do I don't know who it is yet. Okay, but, okay. <laughs> but we, he just pops up and disappears the man away somehow. <laughs> just <laughs> literally, just poof. Not smoking mirrors, just poof, gone. Yep. <laughs> and then weird. after that, oh, the, the cane decides to float and mysteriously yep. vanishes too. Disappears away. And then we get the opening. And then mm-hmm. after the opening... We get, you know, the whole the whole gang, the Young Justice gang, just enjoying the day, you know. Superboy and Aqualad are sparring. Megan mm-hmm. and Artemis are shipping e- pe- each other with people. Yeah, they're trying to ship each other off with not Superboy because they're both after him, apparently. And Wally is, well, sitting to the side just eating because high metabolism and all of that course. stuff. You know, it's a typical normal day. Oh, yeah. Uh, we see, yep, they reveal the old man is Dr. Fate when the cane appears to them. I think it was Red Tornado who tells Wh- them who it is. Yeah, Red Tornado comes in, which, by the way, I'm not making this up, viewers, because they call Dr. Doctor Fate the Sorcerer Supreme. Those yeah. are the literal terms. Yeah. So Marvel, don't sue. Oh, well, they, I don't know which one's first Dr. Fate. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? But Sorcerer Supreme is probably some established term in wizarding communities or something at this point i really hope so they also name dropped the justice society which was the original group with all the old people that we like uh the original green lantern and the original flash and all them jay garrett and them. right right yeah with wildcat one of my favorite characters who's like one of the best fighters in all of dc had a really good episode in uh, justice league unlimited which uh, when when talking about dr fate wally's like originally was starting with oh this is all science and science but then, of course, Miss Martian's like, oh, I'd be really honored to meet this magic man. And Wally goes straight into impress mode. Yeah, he immediately starts saying, oh, magic's uh, great, sure, sure. And uh, then they begin the mission, which is to find out where he has been taken. It's uh, one thing I interestingly note was that this is a plain clothes mission. They're all wearing their, they're not in their outfits. Yeah. Long, so they're all, oh, that's a weird choice. That's cool. Well, I mean, they, they literally just need to go to the Tower of Fate and make sure he and the, the helmet are all right. Yep. And this is when we see the introduction of Clarion the Witch Boy and his cat Tickle. Yep. (laughs) Which is also revealed, now we can say this, his henchman who... His name is Abracadabra. (laughs) It's Abracadabra. You've uh, seen him in Teen Titans. It, it it's been a while since I've seen the yeah, original Titans. So Tom when Kennedy I heard he has like uh like weird glasses, blue skin, a big nose, and he just like does all the magic tricks. That's Abracadabra. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> You're right. I do know him, but still, just I had forgotten about that. And once I heard his name, I'm just like, mm. yep, established DC character. That he's a, yep. He's a real weirdo. It's a Flash villain. Uh, yeah. Wally is just like, oh, let's just Abracadabra is a big fake, and it's just stupid, and like he doesn't continue to not believe. And when they try to enter the tower, he is exposed as a non-believer. Finally. Yep. After Artemis kept trying to be like, dude, you're lying, you're lying. And Wally's <laughs> like, of course I'm not. Yeah, he's just being very weird. And Clarion and Abra, who take, who have the uh, old man Nelson. Yeah, who has Nelson. That they take him into the tower after the <laughs> Young Justice group discovers it. And eventually they're running around, falling through magic traps, falling through portals. Eventually they manage to get the cane into the same room as the old man, which he immediately grabs and flies away to. As to a his secret scene. elevator, yep. dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and then um, as they're going up, as uh, Artemis and Wally are going up the elevator with Nelson, Nelson, you know, introduces himself and starts describing like, hey, that's Clarion. He's a lord of chaos. And Wally's just, you know, eye rolling this entire yeah. time because he he doesn't he doesn't believe. 
Um, then they get off the elevator to a giant bell where everyone meets, like mm-hmm. super Superboy and everyone, Clarion and Abracadabra. I, uh, I still, <laughs> hey man, um, he manages to beat them all. So, <laughs> oh, this is true. And Wally and Wally and Nelson, who are followed by Clarion, go into the bell, which takes them to the top of the tower mm-hmm. where the Helmet of Fate is. Yep. And of course, the old man or Clarion continues to be very bratty and silly and weird about <laughs> beating them up and with all of his crazy magic. Oh yeah. Uh, of course, coincidentally, Wally is left with Nelson, and he's the only one who's uh, able to take up the helmet once Nelson apparently dies. And apparently. he's like, wow, he has to believe in magic to do it. That's like a whole theme of the episode. Right, yeah. I have to believe. <laughs> puts it, puts the helmet on and finds out that his body is taken over. Well, if an, it, with all those who know, is taken over by a lord of order known as Nabu. Nabu. And Wally can't do anything because Nabu owns his body now. Yep, and Clarion starts going full Lord of Chaos demon mode and going crazy face monster looking. <laughs> he starts attacking. If you him. want to call that crazy face monster looking, eh, he was a little bit weird, red eyed and weird face. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> very, but very still. tiny, but still. And of course, Doctor Fate, like a real jerk, attacks his cat Tickle, who is his link to this world. Right, he's like, no, I'll get you for this, and vanishes. Of course, Abracadabra, in the meantime, had managed to defeat all the, all the rest of the group himself until he <laughs> randomly loses all of his clothes. Oh yeah, yes, clothes just pop off because of Doctor Fate. I guess it was a very weird. Choice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then he's just like, ah, and then he gets defeated. Yep, and the old man decides to stay in the helmet for the foreseeable future. Yeah, he, he decides to, he says that he's going to take it up, that Wally is not a believer, so he needs to take the helmet off. Mm-hmm. And Nabu, surprisingly enough, because he's yeah. usually an- adamant about not losing a body, yeah. is like, okay, fine. It's fine. <laughs> and that's when we find out the souvenir of yep. the day, which is... The actual yeah, mask of Dr. fate. Dr. Fate's which is just not being used, which is a huge waste of time. Yeah, which, yeah. And, of cor- and of course we get some banter from Artemis and Kid Flash. And yeah, then... he's like, no, that was all tank. It was just a dumb thing. And she's just like, you're insufferable. And it's just, then the helmet's like trying to ship Artemis and Flash together, but Flash just ignores it and goes to flirt with Megan. Of course. <laughs> and that's where we end that, that episode. Oh, which... Yeah. Of course, uh, of of this block that we're talking about, mm-hmm. again, best episode so far because it had my favorite yeah, DC villain. I, the witch <laughs> I, I like this version of him because he's he is an adult per yeah. se, but he's such a brat. Yeah, and, he's very bratty. And he, he, I mean, he's he's bratty, but he can actually back it up with his power. Oh, he's very strong. Oh my goodness, I I love him so much because he's just a fun character. Mm-hmm. Uh and now. Segue into the final episode we're going to be covering today. Yep. Episode 8, Downtime. Downtime. This one uh, I did like just because of a particular character that shows it, but we'll get there eventually. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Opens up on Gotham City with the entire team having been defeated by none other than Clayface. Clayface. A very weird choice with this design that looked incredibly like the uh, TAS version of That's him. right, yeah. He, he was more that version. But, I mean, you know, when you have something good, I guess. Yep, but uh, all but Aqualad is down, and Aqualad's seriously about to lose when they are rescued by Batman, only to reveal that it was all a simulation. Yep, just a simulation. <laughs> ba- Batman's like, I want to talk to Aqualad alone. Robin's like, oh, that's cool. So what are we just Aqualad. Yeah, and he walks away real butthurt about it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Aqualad yep. gets a uh, stern talking to by Batman about not missing his old home life, and he's distracted if his heart's somewhere else and he can't concentrate on the team. 
And so he decides to go and visit Aquaman in Atlantis. And they are greeted with a very warm welcome. Oh, very warm welcome indeed. <laughs> and then the first thing we see is him attending an underwater wizarding school. <laughs> yep. Where it's actually revealed about... Not, and not only is Aqualad looking for his two friends, Garth and Tula, mm-hmm. but it's also revealed how Aqualad became what he is. Yep, that weird little squid boy has a whole uh, weird mural about how they rescued Aquaman and were given either chance to give the title of Aqualad and that he decided, um, Caldor decided to take it as opposed to Garth. Garth chose to stay and stay, study magic. Yeah, stay with his studies. Um, but yeah, and from the Ocean Master, mind you. But Oh yeah, yeah, you fought Ocean Master in Lost, mm-hmm. which is very confusing for later. Yeah, <laughs> that's... <laughs> Like, wait, I, I'm not too familiar with Aquaman stuff, but I do know a couple of things just from the movie. But. Yeah, exactly. Um, but after that bit of expedition, we actually do get to see yep. Tula and Garth, who are training with Mera. Yeah, uh, Queen Mera, one of my favorite characters, for a very, very brief window when she became a Red Lantern, and she was great. That's right, you told me about that. Yeah, that was the one window I actually cared about that character at all, and she was really cool then. But, like... <laughs> It's obvious that Aqualad has a huge crush on, uh, crush on Tula, and we see that Garth and her have some kind of secret that they're not that they have to worry about telling him. Oh, I wonder what it could be. Uh, yep. Uh, also, we discover it's been approximately two months <laughs> since the beginning yeah. of the series, Appa- or apparently. since he left. Well, so, since he left. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, it's been two months, and he's just like, "Oh, Tula, come to dinner with me. I would like you to come, Garth." And they're just like, "Okay, yeah, sure." <laughs> Yep, and then we cut to an underwater Atlantis science lab where we meet Orm, who, if you know Aquaman, you know that's his brother, and in most traditional things, that's Ocean Master. <laughs> so I thought this was an evil lab. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, well, exactly. some sort of evil scheme. And there's some kind of large frozen starfish who, if you know DC, everyone's mind goes like, oh, that's Starro, <laughs> which is a huge mind-controlling alien that's from space. But like anybody would be like, yeah, that's that's Starro, that's obvious, but we don't know yet. It's a mystery. It's a mystery, so no one say anything. Right. Uh, oh yeah, and also just a <laughs> random background, yeah. really mega buff guard lady. I was just oof from a goof. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> just nobody behind. goes in or out. I was just like, the damn, dude. son. <laughs> Distracted at, me from that scene. <laughs> at, at this moment, we get our first side note. There's going to be a lot of these mm. where we have a cute moment with uh, with a. M- yeah, Miss Martian and Superboy. I was going to say, <laughs> my note is, Superboy is watching TV static like a psycho. <laughs> yeah, he is. And, and of course, like Martian, Miss Martian's like, hey, wanna, hey, you want me to turn that on? No. Yeah, he just said no. Wanna help, wanna help me with dinner? No. Gets up and proceeds to help her with dinner. <laughs> I said that, yeah, that was really cute. I was like, oh, that's funny. It, it, was, it was an adorable moment. But... Of course, let's, then we let's get start. Our, let, let's start going back to the plot for a moment. Yeah, oh, no, I was gonna say then we immediately get our hello, Megan, when she uh, crashes all the stuff on top of Superboy. Right. Oh, <laughs> right, right. Uh, and I was like, oh, there, there it goes for the. That's her thing for the episode. And then we immediately cut to a character that I like just from a bunch of just from Injustice mostly and a bunch of other stuff. I'll, I'll let you take over. Ever for a now. really cool moment when uh, just uh, uh, we meet Black Manta, who is attacking Atlantis in secret, taking out guards and planting implanting something. I'll say Black Manta, there's a, um, I can't remember which comic it is, if it's 52 or if it's Final Crisis, but, like, there's a scene where, like, Aquaman's back, and, like, the news is like, hey, Aquaman's back, and you just see this, like, black guy in a butcher shop, just like, look at the TV, 
pick up a knife, murder every single person inside of the butcher shop, and just walk into the ocean. And he walks out in Black Manta's outfit, and he's just like, oh shit, let's do this serious business. He's, he's great. He's really <laughs> yeah. intimidating in that. But like, he, yeah, he's stealth taking out people and doing something in the place. And then we cut to Robin training jealously or angrily, yeah. punching walls like a whoa, whoa. Pu- yeah, punching walls like, oh, he wants to talk to Aqualad. Me, me, me. Yeah, and all like, of a sudden, Alfred, <laughs> Alfred, in typical Alfred uh, mo- uh, manner, saves the day by saying, hey, um, your dad wants to talk to you. Your dad? Yeah, you mean by Bruce Wayne. Oh, sorry, like, Master well, Wayne. Yeah, of course. But, Come on. And then they have a nice father-son b-ball game. Yeah, it was cute. <laughs> it's very, but, very cute, and that's the op- very polar opposite of how Superman treats Superboy really shittily. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's like Bruce Wayne is Batman, so he's always tough, but he knows how to be a dad, too, yep. sometimes. Uh, and then we have our next cutaway, which is the full Flash family. We have Barry Allen, we have Wally West, and we have Jay Garrett. All the flashes, and we see that Jay's apparently around and apparently an active person, which is very curious about how the plot of it and how do they all know each other and what's going on with that. It's great. So there's somebody's birthday, and Wally just eats a whole bucket of ice cream like a jerk. You know whose birthday it was? It was, uh, yeah, Jay Garrett's yeah. birthday. Yeah, but I'm saying it was like a weird meeting that, like, oh, it's that they all know each yeah, other. Yeah, you know, it's just a, a fun family get together kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, very cute. And like, yeah. we, we meet all of the Flash family and all the side characters and all the connections. That was wonderful. And then going back to Atlantis. We're at the dinner party where not only Aqualad tells Tula, hey, I want to stay and study magic. Mm-hmm. And with with Mira saying, um, you do know you're going to have to start from the beginning again because you, uh, you know, yeah. kind of left. <laughs> yeah, you haven't been here for a while. But then the big, the big reveal as to why the dinner was there. The dinner was there to commemorate. What was it for? You don't remember? I, I already um, forgot. Oh, no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting, yeah. they're having a baby. Yeah, Mira's, and, Mira's pregnant with yeah, child. And Orm, who apparently is still a good guy, just like, hey, it's great, Hey, brother. that's great. Mm-hmm. Mild amount of attention when he kisses Mira from a weird little like, look on his face. So like, mm. <laughs> but, like, that's about all we get. Right. And then, uh, did you say that they find that he finds out Tula and Garth are dating? That Immediately comes after next. That? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's that. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll at, say, right, I, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. After the dinner, um, Aqualad... And sorry, Kaldor and Tular swimming together alone, mm-hmm. and they both they both do that cute. I have something to say at the same time. Mm-hmm. Kaldor is like, "Hey, I want to stay here with you," and Tula's just like, "Yeah, Garth and I are kind of dating." So, yeah. and before Kaldor has anything to say, explosions as far as the eye can see. Yep, Black Manta's attack has begun, and we see all of his weird subnautical men coming out and shooting all the guards very easily we see some insane crazy cool magic from mira and tula oh yeah some very, very cool stuff She's like mira's using all kinds of giant sea animals and it's just great tula gets distracted by garth <laughs> about to get attacked and gets shot in the process yeah and so as mira is protecting them she's uh, orm's like i have to protect the queen and the queen's like um you're going. Yeah, I and, can protect myself. <laughs> but but Kaldor's like, no, 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 no. Orm really does have to stay here. I'm going on my own. Garth's like, take me with you. He's like, off, like really aggressively. He's just like, no, you be with Tula. Yep, and he flies off. And we find out that Black Manta is seemingly after Starro for some reason. Or, I mean, sorry, the mysterious starfish. <laughs> Starro, I mean. um, This is where we get our final cut, I mm-hmm. hope. Where Artemis is working on uh, working on her arrows, and her mom, who's wheelchair ridden, mind you, ridden? like <laughs> she's a paraplegic. You could assume. Yeah. You, you, well, she's in a wheelchair for yeah, some reason. Yeah. That's that's all I mean. And they're like, watching TV 
coincidentally, just before a show called Hello M- gets cut off. <laughs> um, like, oh, and so it was a it was a classics channel telling you that it was an old show, whatever yep. this mysterious thing was. Um, because that's going to be important. No, yeah. Um, but. Artemis's mom comes over with an already open letter saying, hey, you got this in the mail. <laughs> Artemis, obviously upset that she opened her mail, looks and says, I got accepted to Gotham Academy. Nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> in which case, mom pulls up, no, you need to because this is going to give you the life I couldn't have. And yep. start, starts getting all teary-eyed and stuff. And Artemis begrudgingly accepts. Yep, just for mom. Fine. I'll let the mom, it'll be fine. Uh, then cut back to Garth and Kaldor fighting Black Manta. Garth continues to be a huge jobber and getting embarrassed and beaten up frequently by Black Manta's team. Uh, and then, of course, Black Manta in a weird, crazy, out-of-character moment is just like, if I can't have it, no one can! And destroy, tries to destroy yeah, Starro. I mean, and it happened, of course, after part of the ice broke and you mm, actually see the tentacle. arm came out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, Fine, I'm gonna destroy everything. Yeah, it's like okay. Well, I thought like oh, that's that's a weird fake yeah. reaction. Something's up with that. <laughs> but yeah, he managed to destroy that. They managed to escape, and we see that Orm has a piece and shows him this is all we can manage to have. And it's starting to regenerate. Yep. And he's like, but the science lab is destroyed. Where can we take it? Aqualad's like, I will. The surface can help. Yeah, like yeah, they'll figure something out. And then they find out that their next mission is going to be in Bialia, which I'm like, oh, snap. Because I know what importance that place has. In the comics, it is a made-up fictional Middle Eastern country near Kandak, where, which is where Black Adam rules. And then in 52, my favorite book that I'll never stop bringing up, Black Adam, they something out of Bialia hurts Kandak, and he literally wipes out the entire country. <laughs> like he destroys the entire I mean, country of Sounds about right. And I'm like, God dang, Black Adam, you're insane. You're the best. And once again, the light is just like, Mwahaha, this is all according to plan. And it's just yeah, like, it's Jesus, like, come on. Because <laughs> still, how? <laughs> and that's where the episode ends. That's the final episode. But with all, oh, yeah, regarding uh, Garth and Kaldor. Garth is typically the main Aqualad. He's the primary person who is Aqualad in every series that there's ever been. Oh, so this one's, like, different. Yeah, and that's why they had to say, like, hey, do you think if uh, Kaldor asks him, if I had stayed and you had left to the Earth, do you have to think about that? And he's just like, no, I never do. Saying, like, hey, fans, we're never going to do Garth as Aqualad, so don't worry about it. But, like, yeah, he was the one in Teen Titans. Oh, okay, so that, yeah. that, that's Before what I thought. Yeah, yeah I, I thought that was Garth, but... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, uh, he's typically Aqualad in those things. That's why it's a weird thing to have this mysterious character, Calder, as the person. But, uh, speaking of original Teen Titans, do you remember those, uh, that show in those episodes of that, of course? Uh, oh, original? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Our favorite app? Favorite ep? Oof. Um, honestly, every single episode until he became, like, a brainwashed idiot with Slade. Because Slade mm. is my favorite villain in Teen Titans. How do you not like that? Uh, all the great stuff with uh, Trigun <laughs> and Raven in him? Well, no, no, no. I'm just, weird. no, no. I'm, I'm saying for Slade personally. Yeah. Before he became a brainwashed for, for, what was it, Targon? Targon? Tri- uh, Trigun. Trigun, thank you. Um... He, before he became his brainwashed puppet, mm-hmm. Slade was awesome, and I loved every every episode with him. Oh, he was excellent, and he was voiced by my favorite actor, Ron Perlman. Of course, yeah. Um, what about uh, what about yours? Let's see. It's probably the episode where uh, Cyborg had to go undercover as Stone. 
I, I, I just love a, I love an undercover episode and like a weird yeah. evil school or a superhero school thing. Mm-hmm. That was really fascinating to me. He had to go undercover in an evil superhero school as a villain and he was just kicking butt and being awesome and everyone hated him or liked him. That was that was really, really cool. Mm, yeah, it was it was a nice little change of pace. <laughs> yeah, it was a cool episode. It was a nice one of very few cyborg-centric episodes that wasn't about him being mechanical or whatever. Yeah, but it, it was just about him actually doing something that yeah. didn't have the focus on him being half-robot. Yeah, absolutely excellent. All right, you want to take us out? Ah, uh, well, that that has been our f- third episode? Yeah. Yeah, third three. episode of Action Tune Bros. Hopefully you listen. Do you have any plugs? Yep, I'll plug my Twitter, Matthew Lewis P. I still haven't tweeted anything, but I'm still waiting to post this. <laughs> so, uh, also, Matthew Lewis Podcasts on YouTube, Matthew Lewis Podcasts on Patreon, and my other podcast, Forgotten Minotaur King, probably, hopefully, will be up by now. So, <laughs> And I am still plugless at the moment. I'm, consi- I'm considering making a Twitter, but other than that. Alright. Um, well, and I hope you all enjoy your day, and hopefully you catch us in the next one. Yep. Keep it sleazy. Keep it sleazy. <laughs>